All right. What's up, everybody? Some technical difficulties. Also, Bobby Manning was listening in on Ime Udoka. What up? Who, what, who was talking about stuff? What was he talking, talking about, about? Stuff. Talking about this team playing with some potential, both ends talking of the floor. Talking about defense. Yes. Talking about Great defensive quote. rating. Yep. Net yeah. rating, defensive efficiency, field goal percentage. They are on fire from a defensive standpoint. And listen, I came into this year saying this could be the best defense in the NBA. And I think they're there. History. Opponent, opponent, opponent considered, of course. But, you know, you've seen good teams. You've seen bad teams over the last month or so here. And they, over the last five games here, have held four opponents under 100, which is pretty tough to do in the league today. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, look, too, yeah, the, way that, the way they're calling yeah. basketball this year, too, plays to how they want to play defense. I think that's helped Horford, Smart, Rob, a lot of these different guys who, you know, are physical players, long players who, you know, want to really dig in on that end of the court. Good um, good quote from Ime, our defense is suffocating at times, blah, 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 with a pit bull for a point guard. <clears throat> giving, giving Smart that love. Pit bull for fun- a point guard. Smart was Smart. phenomenal. Don't tonight. say it. Don't phenomenal. say it. Phenomenal. <laughs> You know who else was phenomenal? Bobby? Dennis. Dennis Schroeder. I know we're not going to talk about Dennis Schroeder all show, but he had a great game. This is a big week for him. Big week for the Celtics. I want to ask about Dennis. Yeah. What they're going to have to do. Um, Every time the Celtics put a performance in like this, I think Wick pulls out more and more of his hair because it's going to be harder and harder for him to justify trading Schroeder so that he can uh, go on a $10 million vacation. Seriously. I can't imagine he's happy with with this six-game winning streak, because if they just roll over and died like uh, some people thought they might have, then it's a no-brainer. You go ahead and trade Schroeder, get whatever you can, if you can even get anything, and you know call it a season. But now, listen, Bobby, you just mentioned it. I mean, they're playing like the one of the best defenses in the NBA, and that, you know, that shows in the stats, that shows uh, in the score uh, score column, it shows in the win column. Like they are playing that way. Now, I'm not gonna say that's because of Dennis Schroeder. But he's obviously a part of winning when he drops 20-something than he does tonight. And he's one of the guys, along with Jalen Brown, that kind of had it going offensively early on. Um, these, are, these are important players, whether or not they're your stars, because they keep you in the game or they stretch leads out when a guy like Tatum has another cold start to this game. Uh, and you just lose him for nothing. I don't know how you can justify it. I really. I don't, don't know but... how you can justify training him for nothing. Like, what's the goal there? Like, I, it's just money. You Again, know? And... Wh- that's the pro. It's, it's that's the dilemma, and this is where it's going to get ugly. It's right now. Very again, ugly. It's already, I am still stunned at the lack of reaction to some of the moves that have been made recently. Oh, we went in on the power one. We'll see about that signify right now, whether or not you want these guys, you can nitpick Powell or Karis Levert today to as much as you want. Well, he doesn't do this and that doesn't matter. The bigger point is there's actually talented professional caliber players that are basically just being given away right now. Picks, Yeah. Teams don't want to pay them. They just want cap relief and they'll take a pick. Blown ACLs. Bobby's blown ACL trade actually happened. And they are gone. Right. The blown ACL trade happened. Yeah. The pick went out with it too. And so th- this to me signifies if you wanted Karis Levert here, you could have just matched salary and um, thrown a few things away. And mm-hmm. I mean, worst case scenario, Romeo Schroeder, you know, like and a first and you have that if that's what you want, if you want it. 
but that puts you over the tax and that's obviously not what they want the powell was another situation where that's just money if you want it you can have it it's those are covington it doesn't matter there's going to be a few of those so that that was my thing at the beginning last uh you know where we're talking about the trades it's scenario one you can trade Schroeder for next to nothing or Schroeder and whatever for next to nothing. That's going to just give you cap relief or two. You can add salaries together to get something that's actually going to be valuable and make your team better, but it's going to put you over the tax and they're going to go with a, and so we'll never know what deals they didn't make, but I would it be surprising if they haven't even made a, like didn't even make a phone call about inquiring about guys like this. Like you've got Indiana's basically like, come get my guys right now. You yeah. think they're actually going to call to inquire about, you know, they'll call. They always call. I'm sure they call and they took the Simmons call, you know, <laughs> but oh, they, they're always in on it. They're, they're the king of being in on it. Right. Yeah. But they've never actually the ones closing the deal. The phone is open. You can call and chat with yeah, Brad. Right. But that's so, what you're going to do. It's, it's going to be very if interesting. If nothing week. happens, right. But that's where Jimmy said I don't it, know like, what they want, though. Like I, I don't know I, what I, they want either. I've been saying this for two Jimmy, if the thing it. you said happens, that's a bad thing. Like, if, totally. If competitive players are dealt for nothing that makes you better, and the obvious impetus for that trade was savings only, you can fudge it in some trades, right? You can be like, I think Mm -hmm. this is good for us down the road and it gives us flexibility. But if you just basically just burn them for a guy that you're going to buy out or not, who never sees the court. I don't want to listen, John. You kind of sound like me. I'm not going to kill them until Thursday passes. You know, I want to see what they do here. I am pre-killing them. them. (laughs) I want to give them the chance to actually go through with whatever they're going to do or not here um the tricky thing with the two deals that are on the table so far is the money here so you have two deals with guys with sizable contract going yeah. on eric Bledsoe and mark and no i'm going to get the smart ricky rubio your guys in that regard are smart and richardson you know the real money that can go out to match in these deals to take it back in because you know you're not in a position to really take on contracts outright you could have done it with covington i don't think you could have done it with powell too when the tp but we know they're not going to do that so if you're going to improve the celtics you got to send out money here so uh, we, jimmy's talked about you only got like one two shots at this to make these deals given the amount of assets you have so if you're going to send out smart in a deal it's going to be the right one if you're going to send yeah, out richardson right. even it's going to be the right one you guys missed it J- joe sway and sherrod were getting cold feet about trading richardson i was like what and he goes oh for eight today like i am that's the guy who's the money here you know the salary matching i am not hesitant to trade richardson you know he's a nice part of this team he's had a good year but they were talking like he was untouchable. Never mind Smart Brown. I couldn't believe what I was hearing the other day from those two. But um, yeah, so in, in, in what type of deal? I mean, in what world? They wouldn't trade him for Barnes. I was yeah, like, you wouldn't do, Bar- you know, Richardson on a pick for Barnes. They're like, no way. Richardson. Just well, had so a big that's night. the thing. Richardson now becomes a value because his salary is is. Uh, so there are teams with twenty million dollar guys that don't want them. And they want $14 million guys, you know, because they're Mm -hmm. trying to save some money somewhere if they can. So if Richardson now becomes appealing to teams who want to sell their $22 million guys that they don't really want to hang on to for a couple more years. Yeah, you can save four or five million bucks in a deal if you send out. Plus, also, you could have a guy who's on for a couple extra years, like Powell, you know, for example, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Well, most teams want to get out within a year, but Richardson is pre- is a, actually a value at his contract now. Um, the way he's playing and 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 a and a position a versatile you know type player in a position that that teams covet. He's a nice little plug and play piece. He's actually a good asset for you to have, but therefore he should be an asset if you wanted to rob poorer teams that want to want to get under the tax. Instead, mm-hmm. you're that team. That's the frustrating part. Is you should be looking at every team that's like. Get me under the tax. We're done. We're not contending. If you want to contend, you got to go take from them. If you don't want to contend, then you're going to be them. And it's that's- so weird. We've always talked about this dynamic where you have. So more which to one up. are you? You got to decide. The tricky thing in these negotiations, it's not always. Last year we had the same question. It's 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 it's, it's Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Week. Here we are again, same position. Well, I know for a fact that this team's not going to buy a rental after how last year went with that type of move. Um, you well, definitely want to do something more forward facing. They had an expiring say. TPE that they, you know, they had. I don't know. It, you, I guess you'd have. You to... could have saved it for the summer. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing there. That was a mistake. Clearly, looking back on it, and they'll probably do the same thing with this year's TPE, just considering the tax implications of using part of it even this year. So I understand that, but you can send out money on this team, take back money, stay under the tax. And it works. It's just you have to be willing to part with Smart or Richardson. Those are your guys. You know, it's not apples for apples. You can't look at the Clippers trading Bledsoe and say, that's all. Or the Cavs saying, trading Rudy you and can say, that's still, all. Bobby, you can do, you can do things like uh, Smart. You can, without getting Smart, you can find 20 million by doing uh, Schroeder, Romeo. You just train a lot of players, though. No, but you can do Schroeder, Romeo, Bamba, and friggin' what's his name? The two guys you just got, and you're done. You're at 20. You know, like, Bamba. You get... Bamba, Bamba died. Not in Bamba. Uh, Bamba and Jason uh, Richardson. Bol, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bol, bol. Bol, bol. You can get there. You can get there. Like, you can piece together, you know. A bunch of things that are expiring if you want yeah. to get you know no, you have close. money you have money to toss at it i mean the wancho was the bigger piece and that's why when he got traded and that's why like, i didn't i didn't love that deal we're like so there the goes deadline. your that yeah. was the that's mm-hmm. what tipped you you know so that's what sends the see it clear signal here press all the schroeder reports there's been like five of them at this point that they're trying to get off him outright uh so you see what this team is angling for here it feels like they're just going to kind of stand pat and dump the money, which is frustrating because it does feel like this year is going to be an active year at this deadline. They're usually not. Teams usually get cold feet and stand pad and figure it out in the summer. But we've already seen Powell move, Overt move, and there's going to be more to come here. Yeah, with you can Brooklyn make, smoke. you can improve your team now with if you want. If teams are signifying we want to get out from contracts, you can improve your team by stacking together enough salary or absorbing something into the TPE and trading a pick. And if you wanted to, teams are right now letting letting it be known. I don't want these. I don't want. I don't want to pay these guys anymore. So it's two teams have already signified this, and you aren't clearly in on either. We can debate all the live long day if Powell or Levert make you better. But again, my philosophy and what I said on our text thread is this. the If you screwed up your draft, which is why you're in the position you're in now, the only way you have out of this is to throw money at the problem. And picks. Because, and picks. But no, you have two choices. You either hold on to the picks and replenish and then hope that you, you, you hit or let's say three options. You sell pieces and you take and you rebuild and get picks or you get rid of the picks and get the players. You know, that's kind of it right now. If you wanted to get better, you need more capital. You either need the talented players or more draft capital. One of those two things. You can't just do nothing. You know, like doing nothing is 
you, you you put yourself in this position. You have to now be proactive in some capacity to to to, to fix it. You're several steps away. I've said this again and again. Right. There's not one magical deal. Even if we start talking about Beal at some point during the show again here, even a Beal trade doesn't, I think, put you in the conversation again. You you know you're so thin at that point that you don't really have a team. No, you but imagine where they'd be with like a Maxi or a Bane, even you know, like just having hit one pick out of the last five would be a huge difference here that's especially, why especially yeah especially Holy if you're gonna crap. try to add a third expensive piece because your depth is young guys that are cheap that, if you'd hit one out of five picks four you'd be okay i mean you i know you traded one this year but you've had five <laughs> picks in your possession over the last three years and, and i you, hate hearing horford's you, name in this and whole you mucked thing. Him. six six picks rather because you traded bane away you mucked mm-hmm. them man so out of six picks, you traded one to get off of Kemba, one to get off of Cantor, and then you drafted Grant, Pritchard, Neesmith, and Romeo. I mean, oh for six with six draft picks. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, and I saw – I saw. A con- six, you have to fix that. Yeah, and it's, it's not a conversation. It of sucks where... when you say it like that, Jimmy, right? It's, totally, it sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm, like, I'm like, oh, God, like stop. Hitting uh, one out of six of those – First round picks. We got to peek at them. him. We got to peek at a couple of them tonight in a twenty-five point game, as is tradition. But <sighs> yeah, I mean that seems to be the extent of of where these guys are at um, on this roster. And I keep going back and forth on what the Celtics should do, what position they're in. But you know, every trade they aren't a part of, another contender is. And that you know, the Cavs got better today. Um, you take a look at the standings, and and I know that the Celtics are only a few games behind. Like you know, however you want to. However you want to frame it, the East is very close right now, and you can say it's wide open, but I just, just still don't think the Celtics are one of those top-tier teams. Now, I really don't even think it's it's that close, despite how well they're playing lately. I think it's great that they're playing great defense, but at the end of the day, it's an offensive, you know, it's, it's offense-first league, and in a seven-game series, defense isn't going to win you uh, a championship. Um, no. And for whatever reason, this year, Tatum and – as 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 much as they do fill the stat sheet from time to time, it's the consistency for me that I, I can't really depend on those guys to, to show up on a in a in a series or really on a night. Tatum and Brown basis. really struggled these last two against bad opponents. And that's mm-hmm. sort of the story of the year here, their inefficiency. Uh, part of it's them having to take on a massive load and do a ton, especially Brown at this point from a volume standpoint. The amount of points that he's starting to put up and I saw a couple of games ago that he leads the NBA in field goals made since he got back from injury, you know, right there with LeBron and others. Uh, that's a nice stat this year where availability is important and volume for a team that just doesn't have volume scoring right. is important. But once you get into a series and you're playing a really good opponent that can go basket for basket with you and their defensive right. intensity ratchets up, your defensive advantage definitely gets hindered totally. a little bit. I mean, in a game like this, in last game, you know, it was close for a while, you know, closer than it should be against two teams like these. And then they just end up missing way more than you do. Uh, the, yeah, Orlando the shooting from the, shots. the shooting from the Celtics again here, dreadful. Oh, Guys, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I understand everyone On likes point. Grant Williams. On brand, I mean. Grant is, a, Grant is not a miss in the sense of he's not useless. He Grant was a good a, pick. Grant is, Grant, again, just people have to understand. Grant is That's a not miss. what we're talking about. Grant is a miss in the, in the, in the, in the thing of – your third star it's you're looking for hits you're looking for big hits there it's not that guy it's not grant slander all i'm saying is there it's not a it's not a hit you didn't draft him for that though you You can't romeo for that 
Sure. That was the big miss. I know what I'm saying is you've seen guys in the last two years now. And again, I, I know the numbers. I know, I mean, basically stars, you know, franchise caliber type players are usually one and two up to five is your potential all-stars five to 10 is starters, 10 to 15, 10 to 20 rotation players. If you're lucky, I understand that it's not easy to find them. All, I'm, all I'm saying is you take a lot of swings at it. You should hit every once in a while. And they've had, six, seven swings in the last few years when they've either gotten rid of the picks for not for nothing of real value or drafted guys who didn't end up being in the conversation of a Bain or a Maxi or a Halliburton or blah, blah, blah. So those guys are there. You, right. it, I mean, it's very not, simple. Take a look. It's at not hard to get them, but one out of six, one out of seven, you right. get, to miss that many times and, and to muck all of those picks is where you're at. Grant is not, Grant just isn't, He's no, not he's even not. a starter. He's, he's going just a guy. To be. Yeah, he's like fine. Let's, let's call it so like it is. You know, yeah. call it what it is. You know, and yeah. like you're not. We're talking about a player that they draft that really exceeds. You know what a lot of people had thought, or maybe you know he had some hype coming in the draft, and he and he actually did live up to it. And then, wow, this guy really is. You know, really is the real deal. You know, you can go around the league and find guys like this. I mean, take a look at the at the All Star game. You're gonna have the rookies versus the, the rising stars game. You yeah. see any Celtics? players in those not games. only that that sophomore team that's the biggest kick in the in the you know what that sophomore team. yeah yeah it could have been celtics has, <laughs> has seven players that were available to the celtics you know like if you had one two or three of those right now you're talking about a team with two stars dude and there you three, go and yeah. exciting young players coming up behind them and oh my god the future's so bright how are they going to fit how all these guys in feel here yeah how's it know? used to feel when when tatum and brown were when tatum and brown were up and you had the young the established guys. guys right you you, right. I mean, again, it's you do not, not have that right now. Not at Tatum all. and Brown were th- were picked number three right. overall. It was different, and those guys aren't. But there was talent that was to be feeling. had, and they missed. Yeah, right. right. The yeah. Smith one's really starting to be a killer, especially when you see his name floated. And <laughs> I, mean, I don't I think you, you can call... get anything for Neesmith. What did right Scal call him like... out? Did you hear Scal at the end of the game? I didn't hear. No. Um, him and him and Grandy were just talking about how you really, really, really want to see some good minutes from. Neesmith and Romeo and, and Pritchard. I think they specifically said oh, Neesmith that thing and Pritchard. Right. Was well, what, well, what Scal said was, um, he goes, well, look, you know, Grandy was like, why, you know, it's, it's just strange why he's just not playing more. And Scal right. was like, well, you got to imagine they see him every day at practice, so they've right. got to know something. There's something that we don't know. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, something like, that they don't like that we don't know about or something like that. Like everyone screams online every day, why isn't he playing these guys? I mean, he knows what he has to some degree. And, you know, there's contractual stuff and politics and this and that that do go into it. But we've seen these guys for a couple of years now, too. And then you you get your opportunities. And I say this about Pritchard, too, who I love. And you go out in Detroit and have a 22-point lead go down to seven. That's not going to help yeah. you. <laughs> I miss that Even if game, you're playing with Bruno I... and Ennis. I was following along with the with the fourth quarter, and I was like, "What is going on? Why is this lead dwindling and that was to bad. single this morning, digits like this?" Tatum was like, "Oh, geez, that was scary." And Ime was disgusted in pregame today. It was that was a bad, bad look for the young guys. And I know Ennis and Bruno were out there not helping much either. But wow, is this, the, was, is, this is the last game? Yeah, the fourth quarter yeah. where they almost blew yeah. the game. <laughs> they had like a twenty-something point lead. So that's like, let's go back to the Schroeder thing. You trade Schroeder, you get nothing back. All of a sudden, you're trying to make a run and you're feeling good about like what you're building here. And I guess the goal is to see how far you can draw this out. And all of a sudden, you're sprinkling minutes down to the guys that the coach doesn't believe in that well, much. Well, that's the whole and thing. I, you can't tell I know me Richardson that you're making can a step run. into those holes. 
But one guy gets injured, and all of a sudden, you're relying on Romeo, Pritchard, and Eastman. All right, quick pause. We want to tell you about our exclusive wagering partner here at the Garden Report, and that, of course, is Bet Online. The big game is finally here. We're talking about the Super Bowl, Super Sunday, last game of the football season. Bet Online has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player props, whatever you've got here, then where the next fired head coach is going to land. Bet online is the number one spot for all NFL betting in 2022. Not just football though. Bet online's basketball, hockey, boxing and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. So head to Bet online today, use your mobile device to sign up, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit all you have to do use the promo code clns50 to get you started it is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games bet online where the game starts once again promo code clns50 for a 50 percent welcome bonus to get you started head on over there today well, that's the thing. You can't, you can't, you can't trade Schroeder on on Thursday and then say, "Yeah, we're making a run. We're making a playoff run. We're loading up. We're, we're you know, the the uh, everyone's spirits are high right now. We're excited for you yeah. know the playoff stretch." You can't say those two things. So it's got to be one or the other. It can't be both. Or you got to bring as, back as, something as, real. As 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 Jimmy said, Wick is sweating bullets right now because there's no way to do this. <laughs> There's I don't no, get this either. So there's, there's no way to do this without it being obvious what your goal is. And once that happens, and again, this is why I don't get, and this is why I'm pre-mad, is everything mm-hmm. is heading in this direction, okay? And yes, they can surprise us, and I'll friggin' sit here and be like, wow, first person to say, I'm shocked they made you, a real you, move. You will apologize, Cameron, for in I, front of everybody. Fine, whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm sorry I prejudged the guy who hasn't spent into the tax. Pre-anger. Apologize only, for your who's pre-anger. Who's only once spent into the tax in the last decade, and it was by only $3 million. I'm sorry for, for guessing mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do again here. It is okay. something to look at the Nets books. I wrote about the Harden thing and saying $110 million in tax. Crazy. Like, that, might, uh, that might clean out Wick's account. <laughs> I mean, I Seriously. get it. There's some people here who Wick. are just you know treating this like funny money, you know? You know, uh, yeah, but... I mean, you you want, you want to be somewhat responsible for it in, in a way, but also what we said on the show many times, like it should be, it should be like this should be fancy basketball for a lot of these owners. It shouldn't be like an investment and you're holding near and dear to your dollars and cents. Like you own this team, like Mark Cuban, you know what I mean? Like Mark Cuban does what he thinks it takes to win over there in Dallas. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but no one's going to accuse him of cheaping out. Again, I will support either. I will still support, I I would still support the trade pieces for assets and screw the season or get better now. The only thing I don't support is save money and do nothing. Right, because I I don't think they're good enough anyway. Embrace an opportunity to get better tomorrow or get better today. Do not stand in place. I was more for the tank but now that they're winning and the rest of the conference is a mess, I can understand an argument of, hey, Anything should we try to improve, you know, yes. and see? You can understand it better now. I, but I would be fine if they did either. Trade and get – if you can get firsts or draft picks or capital or younger of something for, to other teams that want stuff, great. Go get it. But, or improve. Do something. You cannot stand in place. You have to acquire talent today or tomorrow. You can't miss opportunities to get better for whenever. Wednesday. That's the problem is 
You can't miss them. You're watching players being given away for money. You you can you can go get them, right? Or or, or, or not, or then just wait in the off season. Wow, John sounds like me. With the East being so, but it's not a tank, Bobby. I don't care about the results. I care about the. It's not a winning team. I just care about the the you. You need to get better because you've missed so many opportunities to before. They don't come around often. If there are teams wanting either your players or willing to give you players, you have to listen. You know, you have to listen. Just just saving money here sucks. I, I can't figure out if the East being as open as it is, is that is that good or bad for like teams looking to improve? Because there's a lot of teams that are still feeling like they're in it. The buyers you know, there's a lot, tight. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of teams that are maybe interested in improving because they do feel the same way that maybe the Celtics feel now. So I don't know how that helps your chances on on improving in that sense because there's more demand. You know. Yeah, you, the um, the competition for guys like Barnes and those middle and guys that can help the edges of your roster will definitely ramp up. I guess on the other side, there's been more Schroeder interest than. I thought there would be, you know, it's like the Bucks and Bulls being connected today, the Cavs for a little while there. So maybe you end up getting better for him than you would have expected. Before. Who knows? And that's but not that's something that blows up your team. It, it, but look at this now, Bobby. I, I'm actually worried before. Before I thought people might be able to over, you know, to, to overpay for stuff. But if you're seeing how cheaply a Cav player of the talent of Karis Levert is going, which is, again, a, fir- a late first round pick uh, and money, like – you think you're going to get a first for Schroeder? Like I, I don't think so anymore. No. We just saw the we just saw the asking price for two much better players. Not that was. You're not getting a first for Schroeder. Let's be honest. So you're not he's getting a rental. it. He's a rental. He's very, uh, you know, not. I wouldn't say much of a chameleon when it comes to you know joining teams as we as we found out here. Yeah. Um, and there's just teams aren't going to give up, up. that. They, yeah, they exactly. Take that the on. Yeah. Up. Exactly. Like, I mean, what do you expect? So I don't expect. That. So here's the only. I don't buy the repeater tax stuff. They're so far from that. And Brown's two years from free agency. Save that. The only competitive advantage I can think to saving money now is if you think you're doing a sign and trade in the offseason because you obviously hard cap yourself in that situation. If you take on a Powell, a Barnes, or something like that that bumps you $20 million and 10 15 over the hard cap at that point, you really can't get a Brunson this offseason and a sign and trade or a Beal if you end up hitting a miracle there. So that's the only the, competitive advantage I can think to not doing the this The only now. opportunity for Schroeder is at this point is to take on – is to go in the other direction, to trade him to someone who wants to get rid of salary. You know, it's the only way to make it work. To it, that, that, that's the only way. Well, here's the work. weird thing about the tax. So Brown's probably not making the All-Star game, right? Like There's like a – miracle chance if someone gets hurt Does i thought the get... bonuses don't kick in if you're a replacement oh that's a good question i think you have to be named i don't know if it's an add-on uh, that's a good question but let's just yeah. say it does add on if he well whatever let's just say he doesn't make it at all that's minus 1.9 million and then there's some games played stuff that i'm pretty sure he's not gonna hit so you're within eight hundred thousand now you don't need to dump schroeder to get under that you just need to trade those uh pj dozier somewhere and you're pretty comfortably under that tax you know line. what's gonna happen to all the people out there that have like been so then why would they then bobby yeah if you get something i guess that's why a dump would be inconceivable to me you know especially when you're trying to piece together a little run here you're feeling good about yourself and he is doing things still i know like he's aggravating but on a night like tonight he cracked open the offense when it wasn't there for you. And, he's and he done still that does many that many times. Time that's time. kind of thing he's done. 
it, the best yeah. thing he's done is when things kind of stall or yep. the J the Jays aren't on and they can't or figure Smart out. Or gets hurt. <laughs> he's perfect stepping into Again, that role. As infuriating as Schroeder is for a million of the things that he does, the still the number one NBA skill is is shot creation, and you just don't have very many people Putting who the do ball that. In the net. It's just the ability to create your own shot. When you don't yeah. have guys who can do that, and everything is everything is stalled, having a guy who can do that is great. I thought Bernadoni said it well. Pritchard, and this is kind of how I felt with the Pritchard thing. Pritchard can do what Schroeder's doing now off the bench. Pritchard can't step in if Smart gets hurt, if it comes to that. And Richardson can't either. I don't see him being a starting point guard if Smart gets hurt. So you're paper thin. You're eight deep right now. If you trade Schroeder, you're seven deep. So anybody gets hurt, you're done. Something on Al. That's your problem. Like any movement to any opportunity to get rid get get rid of some dough and like I don't understand trading Al at all. I mean, he's your salary now if you want to do something big. Well, because you know, because really, right right now, you know, you're going to drop him next year, most likely in the off season, to just to only have to pay fourteen five instead of twenty six. Yeah, if you're if you're really the biggest wick move in the world, right? I mean, why wouldn't that happen? You hold him so you can cut him so you can save more money. Right. And then why the whole reason why they pretty much traded The for problem him? is now you wonder whether he's worth keeping 26. Maybe. If you can't imp- if you can't improve other places. It, it's very it's very weird. He's a good backup center and he was great tonight I thought. This was his best game in a long time. Uh defending, passing Harford was the good high tonight. Post. Yeah, he was good. He even got up for a dunk. Got aggressive with his shot too. Yeah, and he's got uh, uh three rebound, 10 rebound nights out of the last four. Uh, so, so Jalen turned things around. Obviously, he had the highlight of the game with that freaking poster, and he got hot late, which is nice because that's what he does. Uh, but Bobby, you were a little bit worried about Tatum. Yeah, the shot making right now is brutal, and it doesn't feel we're so deep in the season now. Plus thirty two tonight, and the defense I thought was really good. Um, yeah, some good passes too. Why do you yeah, think his shot's gone? I, I I still don't know. Don't I want, know. I'm curious what you guys think. I can only I can today, only say it's a, yeah that miss was horrific. That was like a mental seen, miss. Yeah, that's a completely you know, not only that it, he had it. He was clear seven eight feet from a defender. Schroeder gave him a beautiful pass and wide he open until off the, the guy pass. got on him to shoot. He took so long to line it up, and then that's the biggest brick I've ever seen him shoot. Yeah, <laughs> it's baffling, honestly, <laughs> baffling. He That's hit a minute, to, to his credit, he hit a couple threes after that, shortly yeah. after that, which is which is nice. But you just don't see guys with that talent miss that badly and miss as often as he's been missing. He's That's about thirty-two percent this year, right? For a thirty-eight percent career shooter, uh, he's usually money out there, especially stepping around those screens. Um, you know, shooting over a drop defense, mid-range even at times he can get going, and it's just not there. It's a flat shot this year, and we're deep into the season. Uh, three-point shootings down around the league, which I guess is the only thing that makes you feel a little bit better about it. But what are some things that are affecting him individually? Is it the extra size he put on? Um, is it the way defenses are guarding him a little tighter? You know, it's tough to tell because you would have imagined he would have broken out of it by this point. You know, slow starts happen. Guys get going. He and some others, Bradley Beal as well, I would throw into this camp, just never got their three-point shot back this year. And it's so strange to me. No one's really written like a big piece Is about it. Is it the ball? It. Is it the people ball? Hate, people hate the ball. People hate the ball. I mean, he hasn't used that as an excuse. So I talked to a Celtics coach earlier in the year about the ball, and he actually laughed at, that that was like being talked about. So that definitely is not a discussion inside the Celtics. No. 
I know, but it's, I'm, that's, but that's where we're at now. We're like, could it be the ball? Could it be the temperature yeah. inside the TD Garden? No. Like, None of these basketball cold? players at the highest level can handle the new ball. <laughs> right. I mean, I was like, shouldn't Jamar these guys Chase be able to put, like, volleyballs through? Or, like, uh, those balls that just have no grip left on them? Right. Like, the ball's got to be at the bottom of the list of things to blame. I know, but, but you know, Curry. That's even how baffled we are by this, though. Curry, we're, we're Curry really even this year has had his worst shooting season ever by far. So it is a league-wide thing. That's Curry's going been a on. mess after a hot start. Beal has had a really tough shooting season. Lillard you know? early on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Randall fell off the map. So there are numerous stars this year who have struggled from three. So that makes you feel a little bit better about it. But from a Tatum perspective, he's getting killed when defenses drop on him and i thought tonight early was another example with bomb in there and then packing that paint it's easy to throw bodies in the lane at anytime him right now there's really a real rim protector it changes things a little bit um for yeah sure. and i wrote about that the other day at clns that that's his kryptonite this year you know play some zone against them you know pack the paint he still ended up a plus 36 tonight so mm -hmm. his um, passing was right i mean we're well, but his we're, passing we're again about... was pretty good except for the two he threw like seven feet away from a guy out of bounds but i, I those baffle me too when he does it he just misses guys by turnovers se by high. several feet but still he had an all-around decent game it's just the shot wasn't falling again it's just weird well, that's what we're talking about we're just talking yeah. about the shooting we're not saying he had a bad game but listen the shooting is the most important part of his game you know he can improve on on the glass he can improve as a passer or playmaker but the guy needs to be averaging close to 30 points a game if you want to go where you want to go with him leading the way. So, you know, these nights where he goes two for eight from three or one for 10 or zero for whatever, 15 points tonight, like, yeah, you're going to get by when you're playing one of the worst teams in the NBA. But again, this is what I go back to. Like, everyone's talking about the playoffs. Playoffs, like, well, yeah. that line, th this stat line is not going to cut it in the playoffs. I do, think the I do think the chat's got it wrong a little bit. And I, and I don't understand that the... the, the no offense, guys. I don't understand uh, uh, being defensive about Tatum. In order for them to win, Tatum can't, as Jimmy just said, can't put up these types of stat lines. It's it's not good enough. He has to be a. Oh, has, are we get, are we haters now? Is that it? We're he has to haters. no. He just has to be a better scorer, like more consistent all the yeah, time. So, I think anyone would say that. Even you, Tatum would say that. You need those those early season struggles to like you. We thought he had those back to backs where he kind of washed it away and we're like, turn a corner, turn a corner. And then there's still a one of 10, two of 10, one of eight kind of three point days. And you're like, oh, shit, he's still there. So he, you're, you got to ask if he's doing the uh, three point contest. And he's like, no, I went over 20. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. you need him to clear yeah. it. So I don't, you don't think this to, is the year for him to do it. So either. you don't have to think about it anymore. Like he's being held to a different standard. He has to be an MVP level guy. It, 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 you know, when the games really matter and in the playoffs to have a shot, you can't have, oh, Tatum had a crap series. Tatum has a crap series that gets swept. You That's can't it. do yeah. that. Right. It's just, he has to be phenomenal. So yeah, again, it's not and Tatum's the did... least of our, people are saying Tatum's the least of our worries. No, he's the most of our worries only in the sense of, he has to be nearly freaking perfect. This team doesn't have enough margin for error to sustain. And this is against Orlando and Detroit. Have to be, he has to be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, Take that you, into consideration too. You, you think he'd be able to just show up and score 30, 40 against these teams at will. The only thing that makes you feel a little bit better when he has nights like this is that he's doing so much other stuff. Like you mentioned, Jimmy and John, it's, it's a, High assist nights, rebounding, it's the best it's ever been from him. Uh, defense, he's locked in on that end of the floor. So that's what Ime told him early this year. If you're not shooting well, you got to do all of the other things. And he is, ground two. Right. And that's no, what has them playing that. so well on defense this year as a team. And that's why I love about Ime. Like, he is tapped into these guys. Feels like he's getting them to play the way they, he I wants like them Ime. to. 
Um, I think Ime is... I still don't know about the eight-guy rotation, though. And the double big. Like, there are things that do annoy that's you about Ime. That's saying, get me some guys. Yeah, that's got to, you know, put a feather in his cap. Uh, he's, had, he's had a good first year. Not great. He makes mistakes. The Schroeder smart thing still exists. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Jimmy, it's what he has. He's got to get one more rotation guy, I would think, here at the deadline. Yeah, he might end up with one less. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you said one more. Oh, sorry about that. You thought you said Oh, this is going to be a fascinating week. It really is, not just from a Celtics perspective, but a lot of different Who's most teams, likely right? to be traded? Not on the Celtics, but just in the league. Like, are there really – I mean, I know that, you know, LaVert just went. I think I'm hearing a couple other well, guys from the Pacers could go. Um, I mean, the shot is likely. The Schadenfreude surrounding the Nets situation right now is like is off the charts. Like I, you know, I, 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 I want it to happen. I want this team to blow up so badly. I, I mean, this is the best. It's it feels like I it's, think it's the <laughs> best. It feels like it's happening. Bobby said it I best earlier. It. He's like, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got angry Durant on Twitter again. Like that's when you know things oh, are things are going wrong. It's <laughs> so, things are going it's wrong so, in paradise, right? It's so delicious. <laughs> Kyrie somehow, today was like somehow Kyrie's taking taking uh taking fire from the from the media. Like who could have ever seen this situation panning out, you know? He's the last guy standing all of a sudden. Kyrie oh. today was like, Yeah, I've talked to him a little bit. I think I think he's committed. Like there is even Harden, yeah. like they asked him about it and he's like, Oh, I haven't heard any reports. And Nash, they're like, Oh, you trading him? And he's just like, Nope. Like there's no, there's been no firm denial from anyone that this is brewing behind the scenes. And to have Shams actually saying that the Nets are going to play ball here, that was unreal. I never ever imagined we get to this. We were joking around about Kyrie and his Simmons getting swapped just because of the weird situations they were in. To have that flip into a real Harden Simmons thing that I think could happen by Thursday, there's a lot of momentum behind it. That is insane. That's the craziest. Yeah situation i've ever seen in this league or any league really wouldn't that be the craziest trade ever in sports um it's a good question i mean it'd be it would pretty be up honest. there yeah maybe in oh, basketball unreal especially between two teams that are kind of competing right now honestly it could be up there because you know football you don't even get trades so it's that's not gonna win baseball there's been some big trades blocked over the years but even in basketball there yeah it'd be, it would definitely be up there basketball is like the sport where these big trades tend to happen more more than the other any other league so it would definitely be up there i mean it, and what's funny is it might actually benefit both teams in that's perfect, why i think it's gonna happen in a perfect world if both these players are actually buy in and play to their potential it's a better fit for both teams that's but that's the risk is that you know uh brooklyn takes on a player in in simmons that we're not even sure wants to play basketball anymore and sixers take on a guy like harden who could you know has shown already that um, he could just up and leave whenever he feels like it. So there there's, ever, there's risk involved. Has there ever been a collection of superstars all on the same team who've had such a difficult time playing with every other person? Like it, I mean, you know, they can't Ky- get out there together. It's Ky- but games. no, I'm saying Kyrie, like 
oh, got to get away from this LeBron guy. Like, no, yeah, dude. Right, right. Everybody <laughs> wants to play with LeBron. Then he You're the only here. guy in history. Then he comes here and plays on a potential <laughs> super team that has like eight all-stars. You know, like, oh, get me the frick out of here. Goes over there. Now he's pissed off Harden. Harden can't play with anybody anymore. Durant leaves the greatest franchise in pro sports that he could have won like 15 straight titles with yeah. if he just wasn't a baby. Comes over here. Like, how could you possibly root for these freaking guys? Like, and now they're like, oh, what did we get ourselves into? You know, like nobody wants a piece of this anymore. I mean, and Kyrie's Does anyone the- root for the Nets? And Kyrie's at the center. You know what? We I would root. I rooted for the spectacle because it really could have been the greatest thing we've ever seen in the history of the NBA. Like they've played sixteen friggin' games together. The most we saw was them against the Celtics in the first round last year. Oh was, my god, it was lethal yeah. at times. And Harden Especially... was like on one leg, and they were still that good. It's kind of a shame to, to, to if injuries are the reason, and you know, COVID obviously, and, and everything else that's going on. Because you would have liked to have seen like what they're capable of, and yeah, it's fun and they're easy to hate because, you know, the best players, you know, teaming up are, you know, that's like kind of like a, a fan's I think opposing people like fan's Steve dream. Nash, is, yeah, people like, of course, people like Steve Nash. And I think everyone thought he was going to have his hands full once, you know, this team was assembled here. Um, it's, it's, it's too bad, but, you know, at the same time, it makes it that much more interesting because the last thing you, the other side of it was, wow, okay. So the Nets are just going to be the best team in the NBA for the next five years, and nobody's going to have a chance. And you Wait, know so we're mean? talking so... about it like it's the end. Now it's the end of this collective, but this is the other side to it. I have not been a Simmons guy, but doesn't he make so much sense there? Oh, this I don't is know like what makes sense with Simmons anymore. I mean, if you're just talking what we've seen from Simmons in the past, yeah, but it's been like a year now, and this guy hasn't stepped on the court and shot a basketball with anybody in the NBA, uh, you know, since. He walked, you know, the famous choke job of, of last se- series. That piece so, last week was unreal. Did you read it? Not fully, no. I'm not, so, uh, no, can't really read, so. He blamed Doc for not trying to, like, get to the gym with him more this offseason. Oh, like, yeah, he thought, the, he thought he they didn't go, yeah, they didn't, they didn't go far no. enough to, you know, like, cater to him. And then he was like, oh, I didn't blame Embiid for blowing the series in 2019 in a series that he yeah, was pretty bad in, Right, too. he was bad, and I didn't say bad things about him, and then he said mean things about me. I don't understand. It's pathetic. He is lost. How in the world? It's so like, soft. You're a professional athlete. You can't handle criticism. It's oh so soft, Oh, my goodness man. gracious. Shaq said like, it best last week. Like, he, he pretty much he said, He DM'd like, Shaq. <laughs> you heard Shaq talking about him bad on TV, and he DM'd him. Recently? Yes. Last yeah, week. Well, yeah, last week Shaq pretty much said, like, listen, like, we're in, me and um, Chuck, you know, there's nobody that we're harder on than Joel Embiid. And what does Joel Embiid do? Yeah, he might fire back some some shots at us, but he still goes out there and he tries to prove himself, tries to prove to himself and prove to everyone else that he's the best player in the NBA. And, and look at the Sixers right now with everything going on. Embiid's the front, MVP front runner right now in a lot of people's minds. And they're in a position to, you know, be dangerous in the playoffs, depending on how things go here. So that's the difference between Embiid and Simmons. Simmons needs to just man up, grow up, show up, and do your job. It's it's really that simple, you know. And like this whole like, oh, you know, I'm not, you know, he wants to say it's, you know, mentally he's not ready and all this nonsense. Like, dude, nobody believes that. Like, you know, Rich Paul is is got you is in your ear, and and it's it's sad that it got to this point. No, there's no winners right now. Everyone's kind of losing out on, on the situation. So right. 
it would be good for it to end in some way, shape, or form because the longer it drags out, the uglier it just looks. I think you put Harden on the Sixers right now. That puts the Sixers in a really scary territory, I think, with what he could provide to them alongside Embiid. I know he's had a tr- uh, down year, but I still think he would just be so amazing playing off Embiid and vice versa. And you throw Simmons with Kyrie and Durant, Simmons could take zero shots in a game and still have a pretty effective outing, and no one would complain about it. So this is a deal that I think makes a lot of sense, especially if extra stuff comes back from Philly. Can I – I'm losing my mind. Can I I address something? What is wrong – what is it with you guys in the chat with with this obsession about talking about Jalen Brown? What do you what do you want to talk about? He had 25 points. He, he made one out of nine three pointers. I against, talked about Brown. Uh, no, but I'm saying in the chat they're like they won't talk about JB. We said he rest in peace. He, he's to, uh, he Mo sucked Obama. in the he sucked in the first half. He he went one of nine from three. He he had one stretch where he got hot. Had a phenomenal dunk, which we talked oh. about. At the end of the day, it was a fairly pedestrian <laughs> game by even by Jalen standards. What are we doing here? What do you want to talk about? Go ahead. What do you guys want? Jalen Brown had 26 well, dude, points. You kind of nailed it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I thought, okay, if we really want to do this, I thought the dunk was <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, okay. He, Spencer, you know, killed res- a man. put some respect stared, on Jalen's name. Go ahead. Yeah, stare, you know, zero, again, like zero, like, emotion after a dunk like that. I that I can't I can't figure that out still. Like, how do you not, like, scream at the top of your lungs after just doing that to somebody? But, hey, just another day, another day at the office of Jalen Brown. But, like, yeah, listen, this was a blowout win against one of the worst teams in the NBA. Jalen Brown did – Jalen Brown things out there. You want to do 45 minutes on Jalen Brown? I mean, I think that's kind of boring to boring TV, to be completely honest. The only thing We're I'll say about up. him is we, we've talked about his high turnovers and him being aggressive. That's just going to happen. I feel the same way about his shooting percentage this year, and he's been a pretty efficient guy in the past. He's had some ridiculous. Jalen Brown gets our phenomenal player of the game, okay? Is everybody happy? Our PPG. Yeah, we start – Giving those out. The phenomenal we'll player of the game, Jalen Brown. We're gonna call. It we're it. gonna actually call it the Jalen Brown Phenomenal Player of the Game Award. So he's always <laughs> gonna be involved in the award, whether or not he gets it. Or... Here's my thing. I love named when he after Jalen Brown. The, the more Brown shoots, the better. So I love a game like this. I love the way he's played lately. Even though the efficiency's down, they just need a guy like Schroeder to crack open this offense. And when he's driving a ton and shooting a ton that usually flips the lid off the basket there and picks up free throws and his aggression off the ball has been really good i feel like and him and tatum are still passing to each other so they did a couple nice things early tatum found him on the break and transition it's amazing remember how we said like two months ago that never happens and now it happens every game like clockwork i mean that's another then you tip your hat to Ime for he he stressed that between these phenomenal just phenomenal yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> phenomenal game. Phenomenal. Phenomenal award. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Man, think. I, I'll say By this. the way, if I was There's actually giving my like... phenomenal player of the game, I give it to Dennis. Sorry, guys. But so that's fine. I, I, John, don't let a couple of <laughs> don't let a couple of negative Nancys in the chat hijack our no, show. No, I. Because I, think I the get majority it. of people don't need to hear thirty minutes of Jalen Brown every every episode. At this 30 point, seconds, I thought... seconds. 30 seconds is fair, though. At this point, I thought it was entertaining enough to address some of the uh, Jalen Brown guys. Yeah. Um, should we uh, Should we talk LeVert a little more in-depth? How in-depth do you want to go here? Oh, we were kicking around I mean, earlier. Yeah. I felt like you really wanted them to do it. 
Let's not do it. it. I, it's just yet another. It's sin. the principle. I just, it's it's two things that bother no, me. It's, about. Do you want them to do it or not? <laughs> you talk it, about every deal. It's two things. It's I don't like this. I, I don't understand why every time somebody is mentioned or somebody gets traded elsewhere, why the first reaction from kind of you know the 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 you know the the Celtics bubble is well. Let me find something wrong about the guy. Everybody's got warts except for the people here, which is so weird to me. Like, you know, like, oh, well, you need another guy who's going to shoot 32%. Like, everything is bad. Like, who do you think they're acquiring? Like a Jalen Brown level phenomenal player? Like, they're not going to get somebody that good. Like, you're looking for your three or your four or your five, which Levert and Powell probably slide into. You know, like, if that's what you're looking for, another guy to play alongside those to to run the bench unit and be the main offensive threat running with the second unit to play in a small ball lineup and spread the floor and do different things shot creation then yeah that's what you're go- athletic wing switchable like my god we're we're like nah i don't want the 67 athletic shot creating wing like, what are we talking about here? That's what was so bizarre to me. Does right. he fit perfectly? I don't know. Depends how you use him. I mean, we've seen people fit in certain lineups on this team and other people not. He can not. score. When but he, was he healthy, can score. He's yeah. a shot creator. He's a shot maker. That's valuable. So people dismissing it out of hand is the main thing I was reacting to, Bobby. I'm like, wait, who do you guys want? Like, what do you got? What do people want? Especially if they can be had for next to nothing. You know, that's what I don't get. If it's just money, I'll take almost anything, right? You know, this yeah. is a guy who's going to be extent. You know, who you have for another year, who could be eligible for an extension if it worked out. Like, there's lots of positives to to bringing that in. Yeah, but the points are true. I mean, they are. The shooting's been rough throughout his career. He's a guy with the ball in his hands a ton. There's a place you could put him, and he is, I do agree. I agree with the principle guy. that you're stacking talent right now more than looking for help right. uh, fit. But I would have liked a guy like Powell more. Just because sure, of the fit. he's a better shooter. Yeah, it's something you need a little bit more of. And Levert's so expensive at this point. He's not a young guy on the rookie deal anymore. You'll have to pay him more than he's already making, I would imagine, at the end of this deal. So you are kind of married to him, you know, once you make that move. For two years, a year and a half. I know, but if you're not going to just let him go after that, he's part of what you're doing going forward. So Assuming it works, yeah. We got a first protected. We got the Rockets second, which is like 31. So that's almost a second first. And then what would the Celtics have given up? Richardson, I'd be more okay with, but I'm not trying smart for Levert. I don't think anybody's saying to trade smart for Levert. Well, does Richardson and two firsts get it done? I don't even think you need it. I bet you some people would trade smart for Levert, to be honest, though. I I know Bobby wouldn't. and you know, you could make, you could probably make an argument for both sides. But that's not why you need to. That's the whole point. The main point is that um, these, these guys are being given away for next to nothing. So you have a decent amount of picks here. And yes, I'm not opposed to giving up multiple picks, but I want for to be for a guy that I really like, like I'm still fixated on Sabonis. Could they get on Sabonis this deadline? I'd be giving up quite a few picks yeah. there. Fuzzy makes would, a good point. Herschel Walker trade was pretty crazy. Ricky Williams trade was also crazy. And Eric Lindros trade uh, are among ones that I remember here as being kind of Herschel Walker. Okay. Well, yeah. 
That's an old one. Yeah. It's an a, old one. I don't remember that's, that. Well, that's a boomer. I guess trade. I got to put my perspective in. By the time people heard about it, it was two weeks later. But yeah, it was a big trade <laughs> when it went down. You now, know, you now know Telegram. him as George. You now know him as Georgia Senate candidate Herschel Walker, but he used to be yeah right. That's how long ago. He used to be one of the greatest athletes who's ever lived, who allegedly never even lifted a weight, um, and just got nice. that jacked by doing like push-ups and pull-ups. The Bill Russell um, trade was it's like crazy. Tom Brady. <laughs> then they traded the Bill Russell. For trade, Bill yeah. Russell. Yeah. Where's Nick <laughs> to tell us about that? <laughs> Nick will be texting me after this. The Harden yeah. trade would have nothing on the Russell one. <laughs> Hey, what about the T-Wolves? They've got a couple guys floating around in, in rumors. So that's interesting. We didn't talk about that. And the uh, commenters were begging me to the other night. Apparently, the Celtics were asking for McDaniels and Beasley in a first, right, for Smart. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Because if we saw that trade actually go <laughs> down, I think we'd be pretty divided on that. You know, I don't love that return for Smart. But you don't, is... love it. you don't love the return current day. But I think the idea is that, you know, McDaniels and Beasley with more playing time and consistent McDaniels age. is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, those guys are, was he a second-year player, McDaniels? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the Rising Stars, right? Yeah. Who, is, so, who isn't? Everyone's got some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, if, is, he, is he not wearing his other jersey? Then, yeah, he's in the Rising Stars. Then, yes, he's, he's, in the, he's in the Rising Stars. <laughs> in that game, so. yeah. <laughs> but I don't the, know. But, I don't like Beasley, though. I don't know what their fascination is with him. He's having a bad year. He's, he's not having a great year. He doesn't really do much but shoot, right? I mean, and he's got a, he's got that domestic shoot, violence thing too, which I don't and love. shoot poorly. Yeah, typically yeah. You, you don't love those things um, to go along with with the player that you're trading for. But um, yeah, to see them, but is that is that the level of the point is this with Beasley? Expect. Beasley's overall still. A better shooter than anybody they have, you know, coming off the. He had a really good year last year, didn't he? Well, he's a thirty-eight percent three-point shooter. Like he's a guy who's he's he's more of a scorer. A couple of years ago, he averages, you know, last two years he's a twenty-point-per-game guy. So he's a scorer. Um, again, you're looking at people who score, who can make shots, who can create create their own offense. He falls into that mix, and he can maybe be had cheaply. So again, these are the types of guys you're getting, and then you're rolling the dice and hoping that they make you better. There's no all-stars waiting out there to be plucked for next to nothing, for TPEs right, and for right, right, you know right. mid-first-round picks. That's the caliber of player you're getting. I mean, Levert, Beasley, you know, like... Those two guys are your two best players coming off the bench, just like that, you know what I mean? And they that's, immediately yeah. slot into probably top five right. players on your team, truthfully. I mean, right? Right. They're no, worse than the, they're no worse than the fifth best player on your well, yeah, roster right smart now. Smart goes, so yeah, they slide into that. Even if Smart fifth. doesn't, you know, they jump in ahead of Al. Yeah. yeah in terms right, of yeah. talent, they're, they're, like five, easily, yeah. they're easily among your position best Position-wise, they're coming yeah. off the bench, you know, based Probably. on. Probably, yeah. But, yeah. but that's just in today. Like, the idea would be that these guys improve. They're still young. Like, they still – they're pretty – you know, like I said, McDaniels is his second year in, in the league, well, so – what is quite, what is interesting now is the report off of that that now um, you know. Well, real kind of, quick, why didn't ahead, it, Jimmy, sorry. was there was there an, was there any details as to you know why it didn't happen or was it just a, a very like weak rumor or? Who so didn't they have were connected the to Beasley through Richardson in okay. one report, and then there was another report that said that Wolves are after Smart and the Celtics threw back uh, asking price of McDaniel's Beasley, and I think there was a first asked for there as well which is interesting you know that is a decent gotcha. amount of stuff coming back i just 
I don't know. I've never been a big Beasley guy. I like McDaniels. And then you're asking in any trade where you trade smart for a wing or wings, it's like, where do you go for a point guard from there? I know you can always get a guy, but on a team where everybody's like, they need a point guard, they need an organizer to send out the guy. The only guy who's doing it is this tricky to me. So the other interesting thing on top of that next season, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, It's just kind of an asset accumulation, I guess. The other interesting thing is that also the report that Sabonis and Turner are basically kind of, they're dangling everybody now. So, you know, who knows where they're going to get here Mm. in a fire sale sort of place. But again, every time you come up with it, you start thinking, you know, is a package that centers around Rob and whatever else worth it for Sabonis? And would they take it? We didn't talk about Rob tonight. But if it was Rob and Rob and another kid and picks, you know, does that get you there? And do you do it? I, I'm like, I, I'm still on board the well, trade I was the talking more I about earlier in the year. Did he Which stop is? talking? I think. Oh, there we go. Yeah, what? I'm still on. I'm still. I'm still on board. Jimmy, we this. lost you, buddy. Go ahead. Oh, you. Can you hear me? We have we have you, but you you just kind of stopped talking. Oh, okay. Last time. He'll yeah. be back. He'll be back. <laughs> I I love the Sabonis trade. If you could pull it off where maybe you give up Rob smart picks. That's how much I love him. Like he could be your third guy, in my opinion, that sets up the Jays, plays the high post, can get better. Still decently young guy, not making extraordinary money. So I know smarts played better. I know Rob's played better. Rob is seemingly part of the core going forward. I don't think Smart is part of that deal, though, Bobby, because they're trying to get off salary, not to bring it in. So Smart's not going there. It would be Rob, and you'd try to stack some money together. It might have to be Richardson and Picks or something, and that's probably, you know, I don't know. So I know you're the big big Rob guy. I like him more than I ever have before, but I'm still not opposed to it. I think people need to really look at what Sabonis brings to the table. He is a complete product right now. Rob, he's going in a great direction. But the still durability would, concerns. I, I would hate to do it. I just don't see how you can, how you can, how you don't. How yeah. you can't if, if that's there. I'm yeah. kind of feeling that way. I mean, you guys know my stance on Sabonis and the Pacers players in general. I'm a big fan collectively. That being said, every game it seems like Rob is looking more and more comfortable out there just doing Rob things. You know, he threw down. I think his head hit the rim tonight on that alley-oop. He had a couple of really nice blocks. This is like becoming coming the like norm. Um, so Sabonis little... doesn't suck at defense, by the way. Everyone says that. I don't think Sabonis sucks on defense at all. And I think I've said it on the show is that I think he's the most one of as good as Rob is at passing. Sabonis is to me like one of the best passing big men in the NBA. Remember what he did in that game against the Celtics when he was like yeah. double teamed and he whipped it out to the corner? Yeah. Oh, he was awesome. He can bounce pass. You know, he could pass in lane, pass in the lane. I mean, him and Tatum, I think we'd have a nice little thing going on right there not to say that rob and tatum don't and i'm sure tatum would be upset with that deal because it sounds like him and rob are, are pretty close so there's there's some things you gotta look you at have when to you factor that in you, you do. do actually you actually do have to factor that in because he's seen other buddies go he was like bummed about things like what's his name and went to green Chicago. which was actually a bad trade i mean tatum probably saw something in green that the celtics didn't but you don't want to totally. trade tatum's buddies you do need to, that that honestly might be a tipping point reason right that being said, I think Sabonis is great. Um, I don't really need them to take Miles Turner. I'm not really sure why the Pacers would trade two bigs just to take another one back. I don't know if that's who they want to build I around. I guess they in that would situation. trade both and go with Rob. 
Yeah, right. But I mean, like, is that a type of player you can really build around in a rebuild? I'm not sure. I think you you might be looking for somebody. I don't know. I think you might be looking for more of a score traditionally. So than, they've than... been said to be looking for the Vucevic deal for Sabonis, which was two first and Wendell Carter. Mm-hmm. So two first and Rob, that's comparable, right? <laughs> Rob's a better prospect than Carter. <clears throat> and I think Sabonis is a Celtics fan from growing up. I think even though his dad was never on the Celtics, his dad was a big Celtics fan. I read this on Wikipedia, so I know it's true. Because everybody everybody in Europe of that age was a Celtics fan. Right. So he's got NBA blood in him. Sabonis was a beast. I know like that's John's wheelhouse time frame of those those years. Sabonis really was a beast. So. He was so good. He yeah. just oh. by the time he came here he needed a walker. He had no <laughs> He had He's no knees. Yeah. If the Celtics got Sabonis, there would be a two-week Ryan Goodman special on our <laughs> Sabonis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it's it's a shame Arvidas came here so late. He was like a sixty-year-old man when he first when he got. And to he the still NBA. did his thing, but yeah, in Europe he was he was like a legend. Yeah. Um, Sabonis, but anyways, man, I would be thrilled if they got best, him. At the best passing line. big man. Holy crap, was he good? Yeah. And, and so his son, you his can son, see in his kid a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You see, he's very similar player. Polished, know, very polished, good footwork, smart, heady player. And again, not to take anything away from Rob. Rob is really showing, you know, his worth and the things that Rob does well. He does just as good, if not better, than the rest of the league. You know, we talk about getting up there, blocks, yeah. the ability to grab 15, 20 boards if if he really has his head in the game. You do uh, bring up a good point on the money, John. They are cheap. I, I mean, I saw it. I saw tickets going for a buck. A no, buck? I'm talking the Pacers. Okay. I saw, I saw, uh, I saw tickets going for a dollar at their arena. They just re-signed Lance, I guess, to bring some fans in for like the fifth time. <laughs> They're yeah. pushing the luxury Lance, tax. Lance is keeping that place afloat, I think, right now. They're pushing the luxury tax in Indy, and Rob's on a really good deal. So there's probably more of a chance of something like that happening than people think. It just depends on how much the Celtics like Rob and Tatum likes Rob and all that different kind of stuff you talk about. My thing is, and listen, it would, I understand- wound, it would wound my soul. It would really hurt me to do it. Yeah. You know, and part of me would still wonder if it wasn't a good deal. So it's not a slam dunk. I just don't think you have a lot of opportunities to get, to get. Well, that's a good thing, cal- right? High caliber NBA talent. So if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be heartbroken, you know, Normally, but, you look at right. deals and say, oh, right. what are the Celtics going to give up? They have absolutely nothing. And to finally have a guy who you're like, oh, do we want to give him up? Didn't the Celtics do that with Jefferson? But part of it is not that, though. It's we've more been about... waiting for this moment, though, to have that player. We've been saying it for two years. They but don't I don't even know if he is. To me, it's as much like he's, he's not just there like, yet. He's just like the, um, he's so likable. He's just so, you know, like, just like earnest and honest I agree. and just, he I just love he's him. like such a you and you 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 want you you want players like that to be to root for and to watch them grow and to become something i just don't know if he is going to how far past this he's sure. going to go but homegrown is so much better and especially if you like the personality of the guy and and you like his vibe and like we like every, i like everything about rob and so that that's what makes it hard here's totally. the thing too if you do something like this now and say you still want to think about doing that Beal thing later, you can 
you know, it's kind of pick between Sabonis and Brown at that point. Or if you end up doing a Brown thing, all of a sudden you have Sabonis to pair with whatever you get back. This is why I like the idea of stepping stone moves but, for this group, because you can always pivot to other things after that. Sabonis will be valuable for years. Again, to come. he's so like good. Him. But again, I, I, my heart, it's a heart versus head thing. My heart does not want to trade Rob for, for, for anybody, not, and not for Sabonis. Well, it just, then, just, Rob then you're become. not a killer, John. You're not a killer. I might not be. What can Rob become? That's still the big question. I love everything he does. I don't know what he looks like at his I, peak. Is it just a better version of what he's doing now? Or is yeah, he, like, I, I hear he you, some sort of Jokic? So that's the thing. I thought no, this I year, I, I still believe that if somebody reaches him and whatever it is, and he actually has an offseason of development and works with people, and actually, I, I don't know what he's doing. To get better i think it's literally just all innate ability and then he just picks up stuff as he's going i think like there could be five gears left i also wouldn't be shocked if there's only half a gear you know like but i i there's something about him where you're like he would it be stunning if he showed up one year and all of a sudden he was like hitting elbow jumpers and like ball faking mm-hmm. and driving by guys and dunking off one leg you know like i right. would not be shocked because it's there, like the coordination, the athleticism. There's so much there. If you had a little drop step, a little baby hook, it's it's. There's no reason to think it can't. You just haven't seen it. So I don't know. You know, I don't and know. And he's a tough guy. We've never seen a player like him. You can yeah. say Capella, but he's better than Capella. And there's been other pick and roll. That's guys the thing. We thought Capella was a ceiling. He's better than Capella today. Yeah. So you the don't good know. news is, if you trade him to Indy, you'll never have to see any of his that's right Sabonis Sabonis is kind of the finished product and you like what it is he is what 19 12 5 1 and 1 this year averages I mean that's just ridiculous he is so underrated I believe you if those are the stats I don't have them memorized off the top of my head but that's well, i looked at the, right. i looked at them earlier yeah. <laughs> i didn't just pull those out of the uh, yeah you're like what is he yeah. like 19 12 i don't know i i don't think they're trading rob i kind of don't want to trade rob i just throw it out there because it's such he's a still tough ever trade, no matter yeah. what of course look yes i don't want to but i recognize if he becomes the centerpiece of a roll-up picks and players this is how you, yeah star. i mean john this is against everything you've been saying for two i know years, but it's so. totally sentimental yeah yeah well it's you know, you're going to have to cry it out. You're going to have to cry it out. Yeah, you're going to have to cry it out, and we're going to do what's best for the team. By the, the team, way, the team, Turner, the no one wants Turner that bad, it seems like. No. no. They've been trying to trade him way. since the, our whole argument two years ago when the show Dude, began. Turner's going to end up, like, owning part of the team. Like, he's never going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Turner always had the ability to be. I mean, he had the. He has like the makeup to be really multi-dimensional in this league. I mean, block shots, hits threes, but the percentages aren't there. You know, I understand, and I'm not watching every Pacers game, but the games that I do watch, I always feel like left. Like, oh, I feel like he could have done more, or, or someone's waiting to just had a much bigger him. effect. I felt like the Celtics could take him for nothing too, and Ainge was like, oh, he, he makes too much money for what yeah, he brings you. So. We don't know. But anyway, we got a lot more of this talk. We're going to wrap it up. But I did want to tell uh, everybody again, uh, Bobby's heading to Brooklyn to uh, take nice. on that Nets game. Perfect timing. Which is unreal timing just in terms of like where everything is right now. Brooklyn just Brooklyn was the no odds Kyrie, on sadly. Brooklyn as of yesterday morning or was the odds on favorite to, uh, you know, the betting favorite to win the NBA title. 
and tonight they are in the play-in game. The 76ers crazy. odd shifted like crazy too. And they are and tied the with the thing. Celtics now in the se- seven and eight Brooklyn percentage points ahead. But this is basically, this is their eighth straight loss today. They got freaking smoked. Uh, it's at home. That's it's at crazy. Brooklyn. So there's no Kyrie. There might not be Harden. There's no Durant. So who knows what team you're playing. You could go that in there. That blows. Yeah, that it, sucks. It's no such- Joe Harris either. Zach Lowe saying Joe Harris might miss this the is, year. You know what, John? I hate to say it. This is starting to remind me of the New England Patriots season. How many wins did they have? that turned out to be fake wins. And when the playoffs rolled around, we were like, wow, they actually weren't I, even close to it. People will it's- call us haters for saying that, Jimmy, but that's I've been thinking that the whole time is there's a lot of empty calories on the on their schedule. As bad Here's luck Here's the as, thing, though. That's the rest of the schedule but now. As bad luck as the Celtics had last year, and I, I, I absolutely acknowledge they had the worst COVID and injury luck by miles last yep. year it screwed yep. up their whole season and like you, we don't like the ground didn't play on the stretch run it, which the whole they when they got fournier then he got cope they couldn't get right ever disaster yes. disaster this year is the opposite yes they've had their injuries and their ups and downs but it's always been just one guy maybe two for a stretch but the teams they've played have been out two and three stars left and so right many all season long they have had so many games against top level teams that were missing two or three of their best players and even when the celtics were down one sometimes it still tipped the scales they have had a ton of these games a ton of them a ton so, yeah. of and that's what um, happened to the Patriots. They were playing the Titans without Henry. Which is and, fine. It, yeah, I mean, it, listen, they, they win the games they, 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 they need to win. Yeah, yeah they, they were losing the them. games they need to win. But I'm just saying, you know. Well, yeah. When yeah, you they're... do look at their schedule the rest of the way, there's like seven, eight, maybe nine hard games left. They, it, they played Detroit three more times. Uh, they, like, the schedule lightens up big time through the end of the season as a whole. There's a couple of tough ones in like the last week against Chicago, Milwaukee, Memphis. But you, you're, it's a straight shot here. Who knows? Maybe this team could get a home court spot the way the East is shifting. Who knows? Um, so we got Brooklyn, easy. which, which it will be fun to beat up on them, and that's what we're kind of hoping happens there. It's yeah. going to be – it's just hilarious. You go there and Kyrie can't play and everybody else is out. That, that's, that could be the last version. Last game before the deadline too. Yes, the last version of that team. Yeah, um, it'll be mm-hmm. unreal if Harden moves Thursday. Um, just mind blowing. I can't. Three weeks ago, imagine if you said three weeks ago Harden's gonna get traded this year. I don't think he you does. I don't think he does. I think the Nets still think they can win this year, and I don't think they're gonna put that in jeopardy. Yeah. Well, I did write for Boston Sports Journal. The only reason I could see it happening now is that the Nets can get more now. Like they can really push Philly to give them Curry, three picks, four picks. Because that's how bad the Sixers might want Harden right now when he could save this season and deliver them a ring. I think it's yeah. a good timing to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, just, we shall see. Yeah. No, you're it's it it is what it is here. So um uh we got a lot more. Tuesday will be fun. Tuesday will be fun because of Brooklyn, and then obviously uh trade deadline, we will be live. If, like, uh, if Harden gets traded tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll be on the ground. I can rush to the boots, presser. We with got the boots mic. on the pavement, folks. Uh, what's the schedule after Tuesday, Bobby? Friday, Friday against Denver. It's Friday, right? One. Tuesday, Friday. So Thursday Friday. we are live. What's the time of the trade deadline? Three. So we'll. Uh, what I will guarantee to to you is we will be live 
at the moment a trade happens at any point in time in the next few days. So if something if something goes down, tune in. Just look for us. We'll be live. We'll hang out. We'll talk for as long as we're uh, around, as long as we've got you guys in the room. Uh, then we will do a trade deadline show. We'll yep. probably come, come up a little bit early in that afternoon and just ride us through the deadline and see what happens. Brace for it, folks. Nothing. So build your <laughs> anger. Get Get we your- did one last year, and we got the late the late news. Uh, the Celtics were like they made their deals like after the deadline. Yeah, it was actually. Fournier, and then it was the Tice Green. The thing. Tice yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So we're here. We're hanging out. Um, but there will be stuff. So just make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channels. Check everything out. Uh, we will be uh, jumping on there and doing stuff. Um, you know, as it happens. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm I'm dubious that the Celtics make any big move. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We got. Uh, we got time. We Our got a few days. Yes, sir. Got, yeah, be fun. It's gonna be interesting. Someone's we'll see asking in Brooklyn, who's taller. Bob. Me, you, Bobby, you're taller than I am, right? Yeah, I think you're pretty close, though. Oh my God, they killed Joe Sway in the comments. They they act like he's like five one <laughs> when no, we stand I, next to each other. I'm. I'm. Me I'm, and Joe I'm, Sway, I'm, we're, we're not. Yeah. What's that, John? Bobby, are you six one, six two? Six two, yeah. I'm six. You're taller than I am. All right, there you have it. Everyone's been asking. Congrats, guys. Hey, congrats to the congrats to the guys. The uh, biggest biggest accomplishments for you guys, huh? Congrats. Sherrod's tall too. Sherrod's Sherrod's right right up there with me. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's our front court in basketball. That's our starting front court. We gotta get a Garn report two on two going. We'll, <laughs> we'll shoot for that teams. That would be uh, that would be tough television, but we could do that probably. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy's three foot four. <laughs> I do Close. play the. Uh, normally, I'd be posting a lot of the stuff from the first game that happened a couple weeks ago, but it was bad, so we'll keep that secret. <laughs> the final score. Yep. Oh yeah, we heard rumors about that final score. It was like, let's just say it was like a king style loss at yep. TD Garden from a couple of weeks ago. Jesse's yeah, very on point. That's a tough one. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, good night again. Thank you. We will see you on Tuesday or sooner if there's a, if there's a deal. All right, keep it here.